So with that, Amanda, you have a question. You're, um, I don't know if it's exactly a question, but your coach Trevor has said on your behalf that you experience some stress and anxiety when you have a what if conversation, when you're researching something for a new client or attending a CLE. It seems like you have a concern that you'll learn something, aha, that you didn't know before, and that might mean there are mistakes and plans she's created in the past. Uh, she's supposed to know it all and not make mistakes, right? Oh, and what if? that I'm supposed to sing this part, but for all of your benefit, I am not going to sing, the sky should tumble and fall and the mountain should crumble to the sea. This is a fabulous place to dig in. So um, Amanda, I'm coming to unmute you. Okay, Amanda, you look unmuted on my end. There we go. Amanda, hey. are you there? Yes. Hello. Hi. Nice to be speaking with you today. Likewise. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're here. Um, is there anything else that you want to say more about the context for our conversation today? Anything you want to add to what Trevor shared on your behalf? Um, I don't think so at this moment, no. Okay, okay, great. So uh, there's a number of places we could get started. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anita, you're welcome. I'm glad the bigger pop was what you needed. Um, so I guess let me start here. Um, is this something that has actually happened? No, that's the that's the funny part. <laughs> that's it's, the funny part. It's like yeah. in your entire lawyering life, this has not actually ever happened, this, but this, right. like a concern that what if it does? Yeah. Um I've like I've had experiences where I I don't want to say it, it's just something was brought back to the forefront of my mind. And I remember like frantically going and looking at a past client file and then I one of the phrases I've used I was like okay and I go by Mandy so um I go okay past Mandy had the, like future Mandy's back like we're good it's fine and so but I don't know how to it's just the anxiety that I experience when that happens is really frustrating and can get really overwhelming when I like, I don't want to have to go look at every single client file when I experience. I don't know. I'm just curious if it's like a common thing, what other people do. I don't know. Yeah. So there's some curiosity of like, do other people have this fear? And if so, how do they handle it? Yeah. Yeah. So let's pose that to the group. So as Mandy and I are getting started here, um, and thank you for telling me that you like to be called Mandy. I actually thought that was just like a Trevor thing. So, so I'm glad oh, yeah. to know that well, this is actually your preference. Yeah, um, I haven't okay, ever updated that. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. Um, okay, so as Mandy and I are digging in here, I am interested for any of you out there that are here on the line listening, is this something that is uh, a fear of yours? And if so, how have you handled it? And then I'm going to come back and I'll, I want to see what the community has said. So please feel free to uh, share your thoughts um, as, I, as we dig in. Okay. Whew. All right. So. We'll circle back to see what your community has to say about this. And we're still in this place, it seems like, where you know that, like, you logically get that this this actually hasn't happened. It's not like you have this fear based on a past, like, PTSD kind of event. But it's still, mm -hmm. even though you acknowledge that this hasn't actually happened, it's still really, like, you're still nervous about it. Um, and I'm, I guess my next question is, is it, changing your behavior at all like are you noticing yourself like not going to cle's or not wanting to engage clients or anything like yes. that 
both. It'll have, both. yeah. It'll make me want okay. to, like, I get nervous about even, like, <laughs> this is embarrassing to admit. I even get nervous about, like, logging into, like, the advanced estate planning call or learning more things. And I'm like, oh, crap, what if I learned something that I didn't know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's, it actually has like a pretty significant impact because there's things that you are either doing or not doing that maybe you wish you you were handling differently um, yeah. based on this fear. And I've been and I've been like working through it. It's just it, I'm wondering if there's something else I can do. Like I just basically force myself to to do it essentially. But I'm wondering yeah. if there's like something. override the fear in some way. Right. But it would be yeah. nice if I can figure out a way to get rid of that. I don't know if I can get rid of that fear or I don't know. It just takes a lot of energy mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah. Well, he, you know, let's, I'm inclined to go here. Like, let's take this all the way down to the bottom. Okay. So let's imagine that this fear comes true, right? So let's imagine that you are in some sort of CLE or you learn something in some other way and it seems true for you that based on the new information that you've learned, there have been some mistakes in the mm -hmm. plan. That's the fear, right? That like you did something quote unquote wrong. Yes. Okay. So let's play this out. Let's play out the worst case scenario. So let me actually check first. Is what I just said the worst case scenario or is there even a, a worser <laughs> case scenario in your mind? And if so, what would that be? <laughs> um. No, I think that's, that's, I mean, yeah, though, I mean, I guess the worst case scenario is I don't find something that I mess up or I get, I don't know. I don't know. Like it could be even worse if you don't even know that you made the mistake. Right. Okay. So we've got like a two version of a worst case scenario here. And it seems like based on how you seem to be relating to this, I can feel the like um, damned if you do, damned if you don't thing happening. Because it seems like what you're saying is one worst case scenario is that you get more educated and you learn that you've made a mistake. Right. No right? better do And better. then the other <laughs> worst case scenario seems like you don't get more educated and you don't know that you've made a mistake. Right. Damned if you do, damned if you don't, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a tough spot to be, right? Hard to know where to go if, like, both of those are really scary in their in yeah. their separate ways. Okay. Yeah. So let's take them one at a time. So let's stay with the scenario because this is what was initially presented here of you get more educated and you realize you've made a mistake. Walk me through oh. what happens. In, and, like, make it as bad as you as it lives in your mind. Okay. So like walk me through the worst case scenario as it really feels to you as like, this is really as bad as it could be. Um, and this is if I make a mistake? No, this scenario is if the Sorry. you get more educated and you see that you did make a mistake in the past. And, okay. and now you're presented with this new information. And now, you right. know, now you see right. that like, oh, man, I, I messed up here. So I guess that would be, I would have to one then go through all of my files and comb through them, fix whatever 
said mistake wise, which would mean like that seems incredibly overwhelming because I would have to have like I'd have to one even just having the conversation with the client um, and then the fear behind like they're going to think I'm a terrible lawyer <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they're going to blast me on social media. <laughs> Keep going, keep and going. Yep. I will never get a client again and my business will crumble. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And I would be a like terrible lawyer, can never get a job, and then have to go do something else, which actually isn't that bad. But <laughs> <laughs> dealing with the fallout would be bad. Like that would suck. Yeah. Yeah. So this is charged for you. Right. Like you you take you can go here to the demise of your business and, you know, the the ruining of your reputation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. That <laughs> seems scary. Um, tell me what you notice as you are saying all this, like what's coming up for you. I, I heard one thing of like, oh, well, actually, that's like maybe not as bad. Seems like that's one thing that's coming up for you what yeah. else are you noticing as you're walking me through the worst case scenario um i like just that would the overwhelm of dealing with that would be really hard mm -hmm. like the overwhelm of how do you even find the time and be organized enough to yeah. go through all the client files that you would need to go through figure out what needs to be updated Right, etc., and that would be a lot of effort and probably stressful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then there's the piece about needing to bring this to your clients. Mm hmm. Right, and saying, "Hey, I've learned a, a new way of doing things. I want to make an update." Mm hmm. Yeah. Anything else here for you that we should include in Mandy's vision of the worst case scenario? I don't know. I, I think that's, yeah, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or not good. <laughs> that sounds appropriate. Sounds like complete, like that's the yes. thing. Yes. Yeah, good. So we're talking basically time and stress and overwhelm and you didn't use these words, but I'm putting the words out here of like embarrassment and shame and, um, you know, fear of future business impact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So given all of this, mm -hmm. how, how would you like to see yourself relating to this worst case scenario? Mm, what do you mean by that? You know, I'm actually going to ask you a different question first. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm probably going to come back to that question in another form. Um, instead, I want to ask you, How do you think this would actually play out? That's worst case scenario. Talk to me reasonable case scenario. I think, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I have a, 
Well, I just, I don't know what a reasonable reaction would be from the other side. So dealing with the client um, and uh, having that conversation with the client. So I typically see things to be, I, so I used to think that speaking directly was, was conflict and it's not. Mm. (laughs) And so I don't know. I, I think that's where I get a little lost on like, is that a conflict or, you know, and the, it, but it doesn't matter because there's going to be people. Some people are going to respond very reasonably. Um, and yeah, it's not going to be a huge issue. And then there's going to be the people who are going to be completely irrational. Um, so I can't control that. Mm-hmm. So it's hard mm-hmm. for me to say, like, what would be the realistic like outcome of that? Mm-hmm. How do you imagine, um, like, surgeons deal with this fear? I have no idea. Well, let's let's hang out there for a second, right? Because, like, well, there's, I guess there's probably other industries that this is a similar thing, right? Like, I used to do ACL surgery this way, and now I learned a new way to do it, and so I'm doing ACL surgery a new way. And like, maybe it's not different because you can't go back and like correct the old ACL surgery, but like, um, you know, what I'm pointing to is that I think that there is just a truth about this in most professions, mm-hmm. right? Especially like professional service providers. Yeah. Right. You know, you think about like, uh, like therapists or, you know, doctors or financial planners, right? Like. Anybody who has CLE (laughs) as a thing that they are like required to do in their job. Right. Mm -hmm. So how do you think that it might work for some people? Yeah, I think it's just accepting that, you know, you do I, I, I guess I'm assuming it's you do your best, you make the best judgments with the information that you have, and then you learn and you adjust and you improve. And it's just everything's an, an, an iteration or an improvement on what you, you currently learn. Like everybody has to start somewhere, but I guess I just, it is overwhelming to me that mm-hmm. like, that is like I get that that's the case I guess and and I I would say like it's overwhelming because I just really want to serve everyone really well like I right. don't want that to happen um and right. I think because I care um yes which that's is right. good I, to me mm-hmm. valuable to the client that I actually care um mm-hmm. but it gets to the point for me that it's really it almost becomes a well not almost it almost it basically becomes a hindrance because mm-hmm. so much so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I mean these are the values that are at play in this context right like your right. value of wanting your that it matters to you that you really like you really care it matters to you that you do a good job yeah right like I don't wish these things away for you yeah right and I, I, I would 
like as I'm sitting here thinking about it, like one of the that's I I definitely agree. Like that's one of the valuable things of like doing my own plan is mm-hmm. like I know that I do the same. I I get inquisitive and take the same like approach to my clients' plans as I would my own. Yeah. And so, like, I'm confident with the plan that I have for my family. And so mm-hmm. that makes me also confident that the plans that I'm delivering for my clients are good. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, if the I learn something big yeah. enough where I'm like, oh, shit, I need to change it. Oh, sorry. Oh, crap. I need to change it. You're fine. <laughs> then I can go back and do that. (laughs) Right. You know, like if it's my plan and I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I need to change that. Then maybe that needs to be my, like my barometer of how I, that's really interesting to, to like, do I need to go back and review other plans? Like if it was my plan, Mm -hmm. would I think it's important enough to do it? And if it is, then I should do it. That's a, that seems like a great um, tool for yourself to use as a, like a marker or a metric. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, am I doing it for mine? And if so, could be something here for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to read you a few of the things that I'm seeing in the comments from other folks. First of all, I'm seeing a lot of people. I'm not going to read each one of these comments, but like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. I see 22 comments in here, most of which are people saying like, yeah, I feel this way too. So you are you are certainly not alone based on the people that are here on this. So this seems like it's it's happening, a, a, you know, with some regularity out there. I also want to read you some of what people are doing. Um, so I'm seeing here, Brett is sharing that um, he reframes CLEs as an opportunity to grow your business and your relationship with your clients. If something comes up that was a legitimate change, you can take that to the clients and explain that X, Y, or Z have changed and we have an opportunity to update your plan. So this is what Brett mm-hmm. had to say. Um, Anne is saying, this is absolutely a fear of mine. I try to remember that most things I worry about do not end up being a problem. Also, the risk of making a mistake is what malpractice insurance is for. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's actually a very good point. Um, Ariel is sharing the quote with us that she worries about this, but then she remembers the quote, do the best you can until you know better Then when you know better, do better. So that's a nice perspective. Um, what else are some solutions or strategies here? Um, let's see, Amanda is saying, I think we all have that fear to some extent. It is our responsibility to be accurate, but it is also our responsibility to keep learning more. I think some of this fear stems from, quote, the more you learn, the more you realize, the less you actually know. <laughs> yes. Right. That's, 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 very, that's, that's totally true. You know, that, that actually, like, reminds me of my journey as a coach. You know, like, I remember starting being really confident. And then, like, when I actually got into coaching and started having a lot of scenarios and situations where I was talking with someone and I, I was just like, I don't know what to do here. Like, oh God. So my journey was like decent level of confidence to start. And then kind of what Amanda's talking about here. Like once I realized how much I actually didn't know about coaching, 
<laughs> I started to feel less confident and it was like a bit of a trough arc for me. Mm -hmm. you know, so I think that that, that makes sense. Um, let's see what else is here. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Rebecca calling herself out, avoiding the money and mindset calls until recently for fear of something, learning something I should have known. It's funny. Um, do, 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 do. Aaron is saying that this is one of the reasons that her social media presence is lame. Oddly enough, I found a mistake today in a contract I wrote in February. I changed it and sent the contract back to the client saying I was auditing files and found an error he attached. Um, okay, let's see. I want to not take super a lot of time here. Is there anything else that's really salient? Um, yep, some other people are saying more about their worst case scenario. Um, so Tara is offering a perspective here that you could contact your clients and say you were doing a complimentary review of their plan and think it would be a good idea to do X, Y, Z. Um, if it was something that you felt like you really messed up, you could offer to make the revisions complimentary. If it's something that is a new law that came into effect after the fact, then you could charge. So that's one mm -hmm. orientation that so Tara is bringing. Um, I like what Casey's bringing here. This is one of the places that I went, which is really around, I mean, for those of you that get on my calls, you know I probably talk about setting context at least once in any call. Um, it's kind of what I'm seeing here in Casey's comment, which is that maybe she can share with her clients that she's consistently improving via lots of CLE and self-directed learning, and that is she excited to share updates with her clients at their three-year review meetings. Like That's that. an interesting yeah. point. Yeah, I think that um, if you say that, at, you know, upon engagement, that could really um, decharge the thing if it actually happens. Mm -hmm. Right. So like working with me, this is one of the things like I'm, you know, consistently educating and bettering myself, yada, yada. I may learn some things as I continue to grow uh, that may bring new possible strategies into our work and what might best serve you. If and when that happens, I will, of course, bring it to you. And then we can talk about if it's worth making a revision, right? Then you bring it later down the pipeline and it's already been set up that this might happen. And it's already been set up like, this doesn't necessarily mean it was a mistake though it could have been. It's just, I'm gonna consistently look at, are you still, do you still have the best plan for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if I've learned something that I think could make a better plan for you, I'm gonna bring that. What do you think about that part? Yeah, I like that. I like the setting context of the, that I'm always learning and that I, you know, and that's part of the reason we do the three year review anyway. Um, exactly. In my, at least in my view, um, because. Yeah. Right. This is like a beautiful part that is naturally built into your system as you actually already have a system in place to check for errors. Mm -hmm. It's your three-year review process. Yep. And now this, this may not um, substitute for like, okay, I just went to this CLE workshop and I learned this thing and I know I have to go change things now, right? That might be different, but it is a fast checkpoint. Yeah. Okay. Doug is also reminding all of us that this is why it is called law practice, not law perfect. Good <laughs> reminder, Doug. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so Mandy, where are you in this whole conversation right now? Um, I'm good, um, better. Um, I think I just need to think of like some good tools to, and maybe it's just, you know, the more I like good tools to kind of like deal with the fear so that I keep moving forward. Um, Mm -hmm. so, um, so yeah, right. So that seems like a good, yeah. Mm -hmm. or better. Yeah. And if I could offer you, um, you know, a little piece of homework around this, I would love to see you, uh, reflect on the question for yourself of mm -hmm. what might this, what might I make making a mistake mean about me? What might I make making a mistake mean about me? Does that question make sense to you? Yep. Okay. I would invite any of you, and many of you shared that this is something that you are also navigating and challenged by. For any of you that would like to, I invite you to take on this assignment. What would, might I make making a mistake mean about me? And then if you wanna get on next week with me, Mandy, and, cause this is self-communication, right? This is what yeah. we're talking about here. Um, yeah. So that's good content for next week. If you wanna get on with me or you wanna post in the form or you wanna take this to Trevor, but okay. I do encourage you to share what you come up with. Don't just, reflect on it and hold it yourself. Okay. Because what I'm um, imagining is at least part of what's at play here is there's, there is something that you're making it mean that has to do with like you, right? Yeah. It's not just that there's this mistake. It, it actually is meaningful you and meaningful in some type of way. Yeah. And I think if, if you can clarify your particular version of meaning making uh -huh. around the mistake that will hold clues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I can do that. Great. All right, well, let us know how it goes. Um, and again, you know, get on with me next week or post in the forum or bring it to Trevor, or whatever you wanna do, but um, stay, stay in the conversation around this piece. I will, thanks. Okay. You got it, Andy. Well, thank you for being here and for bringing this question. I, I trust that a lot of folks um, were resonating and, and I hope found value in it too.